0: Welcome back to the right angle. We have got a terrific show tonight and I know that because the G-Man and I were just talking and G-Man, you've got something that's going to kick us off like a <laughs> what, what percentage of kickoffs do you think don't get run back these days? I know you're not a big football watcher anymore. Not not pro
1: football. I'm not. Yeah. No. I would say in pro football uh maybe
0: five percent yeah that's probably about right and college maybe yeah. 20 or higher maybe yeah
1: maybe maybe yeah maybe 20 and I would say that would only be because of the uh adrenaline yeah of people that take the ball right. and a lot of times maybe they shouldn't yeah <laughs> and get 10 yards before they get tackled yep. but uh not very many that's for sure yeah so that one time we're going to talk about getting rid of the point after did you know that
0: uh well I know, you know, they moved it back in pro to the 15-yard line instead of like the 2, but no. Is yeah. that something from a while back?
1: That was from 2 years ago. Really? That they okay. They were talking about, yeah, that they would uh, do away with that. I obviously they haven't, yeah. so
0: um
1: I don't know what's going to happen with it, but anyway. Inter-
0: well, while we're on football yeah. quickly, what do you think in general about taunting penalties when it's just like literally you're not, you know, punching the guy or doing something physical, but you're just taunting him. I, th- I think it's just, I don't, I mean, why would you get a penalty for saying nanny, nanny, boo-boo, we scored a touchdown and they throw a flag for 15 yards? I think that's ridiculous.
1: I understand that most of the taunting penalties, and this may not be true at all, but that's what I heard, was, Instead of saying nanny nanny boo boo, it was the other N word yeah. oh. that the referee hears, okay. and then they throw the flag on that. I would I would only um, throw a flag on a. I, I would guess it would be called the taunting one. Do you remember Mark Gastineau with the New York Jets? Oh yeah, he would he would uh, you know tackle the quarterback extremely hard back then when you could do it, right. and then he would dance around him when he was hurt. Yeah. I, I would I would throw a flag and then I would throw him out yeah if he did something like that but if you're pointing a finger or something like that at a guy no right. I I think that's I think that's just part of the the uh as I, again as I say the adrenaline of football and uh I intercepted it I got it from you my yeah. you know, and uh but I've I've heard uh Two or three times that they throw the flag for the N word.
0: Okay, Yeah, that makes.
1: And it's interesting because they're calling each other that. Yeah, so.
0: that's true. That's true. Yeah. Well, I yeah. was just thinking we have a mutual acquaintance who is now, a, I think, a D two referee, and it would be cool if we could get him on sometime to talk about the refereeing side of football.
1: I think I could do that. Ooh, excellent! I think I could do that. That referee, but as a sidebar, also. He and I used to uh, taste test root beers, and then we would judge them and write down what they taste like. And we had forty-five root wow. beers that that we had judged from number one to number. And you're going to ask. It's called Wild Bill's root beer. That was number wow. one.
0: Wow. Where did, over that, what period of time?
1: I would say probably a year. Gosh. The first three or four times, we would come up with five or six at a time. Yeah. (laughs) And then we'd sit down and line them up, and we'd we'd rate them and and taste them and and this and that. And it got to the point where we had to really start looking hard for root beers that we hadn't tried yet. And the other question you might ask Uh is, what was the worst root beer we've ever tasted? And it was Bundaberg. (laughs) It sold at Costco. And I swear, yeah, I don't know where they came up with the name root beer for that. Uh, That was uh, body perspiration, as far as I'm concerned, drinking that stuff. It
0: was was brutal. It's amazing how many kinds of, I'm sure you did that because there's more root beer than any other, I mean, colas or Sprites or something by far. Huh. So by far,
1: all the white, the clear drinks, and yeah. all that root beer is number one by huh. far and away. So
0: where does yeah. like A and W uh, come in, just generally?
1: I think that was in the top ten. Okay. It, we were looking for true root beer taste. Yeah. And then and then the second part of it was the carbonation. Okay. And and how it went down and aftertaste. You would huh. not believe <laughs> how many. Root beers have an ungodly. They had the aftertaste of like a diet cola. Oh, and there was sugar in it. Oh. so it was. Um, it was wow. not good. Wow. Um, well, do you ha- so, do you
0: have that list somewhere? I would be uh, fascinated. Yeah. Okay. That uh,
1: referee has it somewhere. Oh, all right. And uh, he can uh, he can put it together. We do have. I think we have six more that we have. To, oh, really? We have to you know taste test one of them. I found. Um, have you ever seen that? Uh, whiskey on tv that's called maker's mark that they put the wax wax over the top no. of the, the thing they, they drip wax over it before you open oh it. okay you know, supposed to you say, i got one <laughs> that has wax dripped over it that's <laughs> a root beer and i go man this has got to be this has got to be top three if they do that to it so i'll be excited okay to, to try that out and
0: i'll let you know what, what what happens with it well launch off i think you got something uh Hot as a firecracker.
1: Yeah. Now, it took me three weeks to get to the toilet paper uh, that this uh, buddy sends me, uh-huh. which, is, which is a you know little newspaper thing they send in the mail. And I guess I'm going to have to tell you what it is called because we're going to be talking about somewhere in that state. Okay. And it, it came from a, a toilet paper roll called the Michigan Independent. Okay. I've... And on the front, I, you know, <laughs> you, you sit there and you listen to TV and you go, "My god, what do can they come up with next that is so full of lunacy that that you go, it's on, I, I can't imagine it. This is one. Okay. Front page, bold big letters. Newfound glory Detroit named one of the world's greatest places. For 2022. <laughs> Detroit is one of the world's greatest places. Not Michigan's, yep. the world's greatest the place.
0: Countries. Wow. And it,
1: yeah, and, and Time magazine came up with this. But uh on the on the next in, inside page of it, it was I guess there's a, a Governor Whitless, Whitler, Mittler, yep. Whitmer Whitmer. Yep. That uh she says <laughs> I, I, if I, I hope I can get through without laughing on this. She says, already recognized as the number one emerging ecosystem mm. for startups and selected as the home of the 2024 NFL draft.
0: Who <laughs> cares? Oh, what an honor. Who
1: cares? I'm not done. Detroit continues to grow, attracting talent, events, and investments from across the country and all around the world, I, I, I I'm thinking is is she doing a, a Carmel Harris <laughs> by not visiting Detroit? You know, Carmel never visits the the border, right? And it's a when was the last time she was in Detroit? And what is this newfound glory that Time Magazine seems to think that Detroit is one of the world's Greatest places. I saw that, and I go, "This will be great," because I thought it was going to say the world's greatest place to murder someone. <laughs> because I think it's second or third behind St. Louis and Chicago. Yeah. So uh, it is a crap hole. Sorry to tell you that.
0: Did they There's, did they do a bunch of like research and metrics and how did they? Do you know how they figured that out?
1: I did. I did not. Okay. It did not say in here. Huh. That, uh, you know what they. One of the other ones, they, there were 50 destinations that they said were the greatest in the world. Another one, now hold on, you're sitting down. <laughs> yep. One of the other ones was San Francisco. Oh. San Francisco is a toilet bowl. It's a toilet bowl. And I used to live there, I know. So it's it's just gone way downhill. And wow. the corruption, crime... You know, filth. When you have poo poo maps or poo poo <laughs> maps for streets that you want to avoid because there's too much of it on there, um, you know that's
0: one of the greatest cities in the world. Yeah, I'd love to see their criteria. Are there any that are reasonably on the list?
1: The only one that I saw they they only named five. Okay. Uh, Portland. Oh. Which I'm not so sure no. is is you know in the top one thousand million. <laughs> Uh, it was Portland, San Francisco, Miami. Yeah. And the only one that I think was legitimate might have been Park City, Utah. I, I don't know anything about uh-huh. it. Um, unless they're trying to bring all of these decrepit cities up yeah. by saying they're great destinations.
0: Who are they trying to fool? Well, I, I do know Miami, I think, is is a pretty good place. They're getting better in the last few years. Yeah. Um, but I don't know that 100% for sure. But I, I would say of the ones you listed other of Park City, which you always picture as being really nice. But I mean, just the inclusion of San Francisco leads you to believe that whatever they staked these on and figured them on, I don't know, being, I don't know what you would, I don't know, I don't know what you would, other than, you know, the crookedest street in the world and the Golden Gate Bridge and You know, all the old stuff, but in terms of standards of living and, like you said, poo-poo maps and everything else, no thanks.
1: And the way they run things there, I remember the last year I was there, uh, and this has been several years, but I'm sure it still goes on. I remember listening on the radio when I was going to work that the mayor of San Francisco at that time uh, declared all supermarkets must allow homeless people to take a shopping cart if they want it because that's their home
0: oh my gosh free no no charge back to the city or no charge
1: back yeah you're you're going around with a safe uh you know shopping cart or whatever it was out there you know you're good you know that's your home Wow. i said to my brother at the time i said what if they wrap some some uh duct tape around two of them would that be a double wide <laughs> yeah. you know for a home <laughs> You know, if they went down the street with that, it's, wow. you know, you know what I would say if I was a supermarket and he said that I'd say, yeah, come and try and take one of my, my shopping carts. If you do. Yeah. Or if I see you with one on the street, you're going to have to look for a new home.
0: I don't know if I would like to see that story and read it, or if I, it's like the last thing I'd want to see, but that's uh
1: You know, Detroit filed for bankruptcy less than 10 years ago. Yep. The city filed for it. Less than ten years ago, it has not come back from anything. There, they didn't even want to do. What was that? They didn't want to do the Super Bowl there or something. One time, yeah, uh, the one you know, because nobody was going to come there. Yeah,
0: well, they got the NFL draft, so that yeah, gets them yeah, in that'll the... that,
1: that's going to pack them in there, man. I tell you, did did I tell you on a podcast before about Mike Illich? I
0: Uh I don't the, know. Yeah, he owns um, half of he the Detroit Red Wings. Yeah.
1: Well, he's dead now. Oh, but, that's
0: right. Yeah, uh, he
1: he uh, his son has taken over. I don't know what his name is, but one time I was talking to his right hand man, of all things. He was telling me that at that time, and I'll bet it was maybe eight years ago when they were just after filing for bankruptcy. Mm. Uh, Mike Ilitch wanted to put seven hundred and fifty million dollars into a um area that was you know completely decrepit in Detroit put in a shopping mall condos homes and all that kind of stuff 750 million dollars worth cuz he loved Detroit yeah. I don't know why he did but but he did and the the council wouldn't let him do it wow. why why guess why because you can't guess because you're a sane-minded person it's because it would attract he said I said, "You lie," and he said with a perfectly straight face, "This is true. The town council would not allow it because it would attract the wrong kind of people."
0: I wonder what kind those would possibly rich, be. Yeah,
1: rich, upper class people.
0: I thought, "Gee whiz, when would that
1: be wrong if you're pumping money into the economy?" It, it just, it just blew me away when he said that. Jeez. Said, "Yeah, that's." that's 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 how it goes. So,
0: well, it obviously hit bottom when they went bankrupt, and I'm, I would imagine it's a little better than then. And I haven't, I've been downtown to like Joe Lewis or whatever it's called these days, to a couple of concerts. But I know there's giant parts of it that are still basically like a war like, zone. You know, yeah, the war. zone. I didn't know you packed
1: there. because you certainly wouldn't go down to Joe Lewis Arena without packing. You wouldn't do that to whoever you were going with, I'm sure. So good for you. Glad to hear that that's happening. One last thing, and then I'll let you take off from here. There's one little snippet that, that happened this week. I got a um, thing in the mail from uh, AT&T, of which I don't have cable anymore, but I did several months ago. And, and I got this thing, and it said, due to, I'm going to say, Due to Kung Flu sports interruptions, DirecTV has received rebates from sports networks. We are passing these rebates on to our customers. And I got a check. I got a check. Really? For 64
0: cents. <laughs> At least you're going to dollars. 64 dollar.
1: cents. And when I, I saw that, I said, gee, honey, I wonder how much it costs to mail this thing. 60 cents?
0: 64 cents. Well, I since since we do these under assumed names, I don't think I've mentioned this before, but last, I think a year ago last summer, we finally pulled the plug on cable because of the other avenues we have and of course you can still get broadcast TV through the air, but so it's been 14-15 months and we still get all the cable.
1: You are you mean from the place that you quit from? <laughs> You're kidding. Yeah,
0: yep hopefully that doesn't jinx it but yep and they don't bill Just, you uh, nope don't i mean we canceled and of course they say oh well we got a special blah blah nope nope sorry not interested they said okay well you've been you know thanks for your business and nothing has changed wow since
1: then. you should say i don't want it to change from what it is now it's free <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh,
0: man. oh that's yeah, wow that's amazing A couple very small things that are just kind of humorous in the vein the stuff that you uh, bring to the table on my bike which is sort of I mean it's a nice bike sort of not really a mountain bike and not really a street bike just sort of a hybrid but it works for me there's a sticker on the main frame that says it says riding at night is dangerous (laughs) see owner's manual (laughs) what'd the owner's manual say (laughs) oh (laughs) yeah I don't have it because I bought it secondhand. <laughs> but, you got to look I mean, it up what online. What could it say? <laughs> It'll probably say riding at night is dangerous, oh my C-sticker God. on bike or something.
1: Unbelievable. Uh. <laughs> Unbelievable. You know those little things you put on your dashboard on your car to keep the sun rays from crinkling your dashboard up, those, car, or those cardboard yeah. things? On every single one of those, it says do not operate vehicle when this is in your windscreen. Every single one of them, you look it up. Well, and and then I say, why? Why were they covering it? Was there somebody that that, that said, hey, I can barely see over this, but I'll I'll take a chance.
0: I don't want my dashboard to get all crinkly. I mean, I'm sure there's a legal reason for just like another thing where you always see like a disinfectant or a cleaner gets rid of 99.9% of germs. But a hundred percent, nine out of of ten dentists
1: uh, agree that this toothpaste is the best. I I golf with my dentist, and I asked him once. I said, "Are you one of those those dentists that that disagree with the toothpaste that's on the (laughs) on the TV?" He said, "I I only agree with the toothpaste that the vendors give me to hand out to the people. Yeah, for free. Yeah, for
0: free." I go, there you go,
1: an honest (laughs) dentist.
0: This was something very interesting on that Problematic Women podcast that Stacy knows so well. They had a lady on the other day. I forgot who she was. Some sort of a, I don't know if she's a psychologist. I don't, I don't know. But she was talking know. about safe spaces. Her, her whole her premise was, well, she was, a, she was a good person. She was a problematic conservative woman. And her pro, whole premise was that free speech is good for mental health. And one of her things was safe spaces. I mean, when you think about it, and you don't have to think too deeply, if I say something that annoys you or makes you say, oh, Mo doesn't like me, would you rather hear that from me or have no idea what I'm thinking, knowing that at any time I might just totally come unglued? <laughs> so the, the point, those safe spaces... It's just like we've talked about before, living in a bubble. If nothing bad ever happens to you, A, you're not prepared. And I'd much rather know that someone not like me because they say, hey, Mo, da-da-da-da-da, other than they don't ever say it, and then someday something bad happens.
1: Exactly. I don't want to invite those people to a party and feed them if they don't like me. And I don't know that when I do that. They, they, of course, they probably wouldn't come to the party, but if they did, it would irritate me that, to find out later that they didn't like me. Because so, yeah. I'd be one of the people that would not go to a party that I didn't like the person there for whatever reason. Yes, the answer is, yes, I would want to know you know, that you didn't like me, and I'd also want to know why. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that would be the, the biggest question for me to any person that doesn't like me. Why don't you like me? And then if they give me some stupid reason, then I'll go, I'm sorry you feel that way. Good luck and, you know, see you later.
0: She also talked about how it actually disempowers people to have those safe spaces because they never have that. And it wouldn't necessarily be obviously physical conflict, but, you know, that... We talked about that not too long ago, the sticks and stones will break your bones, but words will never hurt you, and how that just doesn't seem to be the mantra of the left anymore, that not only is words hurtful, but silence is violence and all that other crapola.
1: <laughs> it's, it's like I said with uh, the guy that I know that was a teacher that taught that Montessori kid, and he said, I don't want to take the test because I, I don't feel like it today. <laughs> certain schools, certain private schools will, you know, will have kids learn that kind of stuff. And uh it's it's once you get out into the real world as they say, it will eat you up if you're not prepared for it. And that's not preparing
0: kids for it. And we've talked about that before, where that came from from the parents, and I, I would say it's probably a little bit the baby boomers, which we would put ourselves in their kids. But it seems like it's more the half generation behind us. The kids, you know, the adults that are now in their 30s and 40s or something and their kids that are 8, 10, 12, you know, whatever teenagers right now. And they just they want to protect them so much. And they've got the helicopter parenting and, you know, it goes right back to the masks and the jabs and the, all that kind of stuff. Exactly. It's uh,
1: very detrimental to the kids. And protecting kids can also mean uh, teaching them some life lessons, such as there are going to be bullies out there in the world. I, I know that in the elementary schools in my area, they have signs that say no bullying zones. It's like, really? <laughs> you know, these kids are going to follow, you know, your signs and not bully anybody? Not, not a chance. Uh, there, there, there's going to be that that goes on, and I, I believe it, it. It toughens you, uh, you yeah. know, to to st- not necessarily to stand up to them as far as physically fighting them, but to stand up to them and you know tell them that they can't bully you, and it you know their words, as you say, sticks and stones, uh, won't break yeah. my bones. It's it's a very valuable lesson for young kids
0: nowadays. When you were in. I guess anywhere from elementary school up, how many bullies, that people that were really known for being a bully, do you recall? And did it ever, ever manifest itself in something that was really, really bad?
1: I would say just remembering back, uh, which ironically I'd done a couple of weeks ago with a, uh alumnus of mine, uh-huh. There, I only remember truly... One time where somebody called somebody out after school to fight him, uh, and it, every, everybody goes to watch these two guys fight, and uh, yeah. you know, it wound up being a you know, kind of a pushing shoving match and and whatnot, not not a knockdown, not a cage fight or anything like that. But um, as far as bullying, yeah, there were was, was some kids that would go around and kind of say, I'm bigger than you and watch out. And that kind of stuff but nothing physical as far as that yeah. goes that that i saw maybe there was on occasion you know something that that would happen that did that but n- nothing other than that one that i heard
0: this is probably a horrible thing to say because you never want to encourage anyone to be a bully but it seems like now that they're really trying to say like you said no bullying zone and if you're are you're a horrible person if you do I think it's part of the same thing of the safe spaces and everything that, I mean, if you're never bullied, I mean, I was sort of bullied once, just people I didn't know. And they, they basically said, Hey, keep your mouth shut. Or I forgot what they said, but I mean, it it sort of was a weird sensation, but I think I rather have been bullied once or twice or three times and get that thicker skin or, or just, wonder hey what why did you say that what's going on other than live in the bubble and then if something ever does happen you could be totally shattered because you haven't been prepared for exactly.
1: it. exactly exactly and shattered many times because as I say life is you know is a whole minefield of of things that can go on and if you're not pre- if you're that thin-skinned that you have to be in a safe spot or whatever, you're in trouble to begin with. And I give, and again, I give those parents an F for parenting. Yep. You your parents are a big integral part of your growing up, and they guide you. And if there's bullying and they tell you how to handle it correctly, um, you're all good to go. But uh, the minute they run to the principals or whatever and they cry about their their kid being you know he wore his uh tiger tail the day, and he got made fun of, you know I don't you yeah know, it's it's like, oh my God, do you hear yourself talking
0: i know i I don't know that people how often there's some saying about what well, look before you leap or think twice or whatever, but so many people just either repeat what they've heard or they just say something emotionally, and then I don't think they ever even bother taking a step back and reflecting and say, ah, I probably shouldn't have said that. They just, it's out, it's done. They expect retribution or they expect reparations or something and they move on to the next thing and never stop to think if what they said made any sense. Yeah, that's that's true.
1: I, that happened a lot.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> as far as that goes, uh,
1: quite a bit, but, but not, the, not the physical part. And, of course, nowadays uh, kids are are you know it, it just has to be words. That's all it has to be. I didn't think half the kids nowadays can even fight, you know, but it's it's all words. Right. And and of course, as we talked on a podcast before, a lot of this bullying is on social media. And yeah and that is just a big minus in everyone's life with that stuff going on. So
0: And what's ironic about that is just like you go, when you go to a horror movie, if you get scared, you close your eyes or you leave the theater or whatever. And if you're on Facebook or Instagram or whatever and you see something, it's just so hard not to turn it off literally or figuratively. And, well, he said that. I'll get him back. And then they get in the Twitter wars and all that. But ironically, it's like the easiest thing to stop. And yet people uh, just can't. Get sucked into it. Yeah, exactly. It's
1: it is. That's why I, I, I tell all of my I tell my nephews and and I haven't talked to my niece lately, but, you know, just stay off that stuff. You don't need it, you know, yep. uh, to text people and see how they're doing, blah, blah, blah. But but that Twitter is nothing but garbage. And the only reason yeah. I know that is is because my one of my uh, relatives is on it and he sends me stuff on it. And oh, yeah. it's like, oh, my God, it just it, each thing escalates within itself on yeah. Twitter, too. And it's like you, you can just keep going and going and going. And it's I, I don't have time for that stuff.
0: What would you say to people who say like if someone said to you, oh, you're a Trumpster, Trump's a bully? I would say prove it.
1: <laughs> Seriously, I would say, tell me tell me something. That the Trump has said that's what I want that's what I told you before. I said I want somebody to say to me, What did he say that makes him a bully? And what does Haydn say that doesn't make him a bully when he is bullying? He is ten times worse than the Trumpster was. Ten times worse. <laughs> As we know now for the past week.
0: Yeah. Oh my god. Adolf
1: Haydn? <laughs> I'm gonna be I'm going to be meeting up with a very liberal person very soon. And I haven't seen this person in probably ten months. And I'm going to grill this person on what they think the job performance is of Haydn so
0: far. And I will report back. What sort of circumstances is this old Friend or she, oops, colleague, or
1: this person is uh is an old friend. I've I've uh, you know been in touch with this person over the years many times, and we've had discussions very civil. This person is are not you? radical, uh-huh. so to speak, but this person's thoughts are kind of way out there, and I'll be very curious huh. to see how this person defends their position on anything that he's done, anything.
0: I mean, if you picked foreign affairs, if you pick obviously the economy, if you pick crime, if you pick immigration, I don't know who could pick out one of those four things and lay out any sort of a rational argument that what he's done has been a success.
1: Exactly, That's, that's why I can't wait. To, to talk to this person and see what they have to say i don 't care if they're listening to uh, cNBC or uh, you know any of those stupid shows like that. I, I mean the reality is out there it's it's right right in front of you, and whatever you know whatever those channels are spewing to her i'll be very interested to see what she yep. has to say about that because there's no defending it there's no defending it at all. This person, last time I talked to this person, oh, I got to be careful about about this uh, this person was talking about the hunger in kids in the area where I live, and how this person in their area, and and, and I, I said to this person, "You realize that nobody will go hungry anywhere in america if they need food oh no 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 there's there's kids that are starving in this area i've seen it i've seen it it's and it's really horrible the food banks are low on their food and this and that i i'm i'm looking at her and i'm thinking uh, i don't know if i can crack this nut i i really don't
0: (laughs) that that'll be interesting so that will that be between now and next week
1: yes Yes. All right. Between now and next week, I will uh, hopefully they will be receptive to uh, talking about
0: things that have been happening around here and whatnot. A friend of a friend, not myself, of course, was talking to a young man today who was about 20, and he had a mask on. and the friend of the friend was going to interview him on camera and asked if he could possibly take it off. And he was like, oh, well, the thing is, I just wore it ever since COVID, I'm sorry, the Kung flu started and I never I never got the Kung flu. And then I took it off about whatever, six weeks ago and I then I got it. And my question would be, did you die?
1: my my answer would be no and not only that but you are now immune to that now because exactly. because you have the antibodies or whatever the garbage they say it is so, so so you're fine you can take your mask off now
0: which he which he finally did and wow he's brave i heard yeah he that, is he's, that, he's, he's, yeah he's yeah i like that probably going to be a teacher when teacher when he grows yes. up yes
1: yes he's first responder marine everything. That, that's no. tough stuff to do, you know. Wear a mask for two and a half years and then take it off. And uh, I'm surprised he probably didn't have his face wasn't full of zits or something
0: from wearing oh, it so gosh. long. <laughs> what do you think, this is a question I, I wrote down several weeks ago, What what do you really think the diehard mask wearers are waiting for? Are they waiting literally for the government to tell them that it's okay? Or... I just, I don't know anymore. I mean, there's people, you know, there's a lot of people like of Asian descent that it's kind of in their DNA to wear one. And you could sort of maybe understand that to some extent. But for a good old American, what do you think those people are waiting for? And and what will it take?
1: I think it will take the government to, but but the government has already said that, you know, a lot of the stuff was made up. A lot of it almost 100 percent of it was wrong. And one of the things I heard the other day was was that a very highly ranked, as high ranked as, as Farchi was uh, in doing this, uh, you know, communicable diseases and things like that said that if they had waited or tested for 24 hours, they would have realized it was an airborne virus and not a surface virus. I heard that. I, I just think about all those nimrods up at Trader Joe's, where we would go. That were wiping down the carts, and and, and yep. you know, okay, you can go in now. You got to wait. You can only have forty people in here. Okay, here comes two. Go on in now. You know, it, it's like it's it's, you know, I I hope they all look back and just slap themselves in the head and go, I was an idiot,
0: a flaming idiot. All the money that all the Purells of the world and everything associated with that, all the money they made from selling stuff that, as you just said. Was useless. Bore. Yeah. I just,
1: a neighbor of mine pulled out today when I was coming home from work, you people on the left, the liberals, that's something where you go and you get paid to do something for a price. (laughs) I was coming home from that and my neighbor stopped and we were talking and he, he had a uh, shift lever in his car, and it was all worn off. It was a, it was a Cadillac, and it was leather, and the, the shift lever was all worn off. I go, dude, you must do a lot of racing. You know what he, said? he goes, you know what that's from? And I go, no. He said, it's from hand sanitizer. He said, hand sanitizer eats the leather. And he said, I've asked four or five different friends of mine whether that's happened to them. They said, yeah, same thing. It ate wow. the leather off of his gear shifter.
0: So does he have a lot of different people driving his car? So No, he, he just said other it?
1: people that had leather in their interior. You know, okay. Cadillacs or Lexuses or whatever. Um, right. My Ferrari still has the leather on the gear shift because I don't ever, ever use hand sanitizer.
0: I heard, uh, I think it was pretty knew ryan paul was talking to fauci again and he basically said when we take over in november you better watch your back because we're we're gonna come for you he was talking specifically about fauci refusing to say what sort of kickbacks different people in his position have been getting from the pfizers of the world all along which you know he's got a two or three or 100 bank accounts somewhere exactly that are Just constantly being fed. Yep, that's exactly right. He's he's
1: getting to the point of being. He kind of a little bit reminds me of uh, Goebbels in the Hitler regime. Um, You know the propaganda ministry for Hitler. Yeah, he kind of looks a little bit like him. He's got that pointy noise or nose and kind of mousy looking, and uh, he's just getting way way too arrogant with with his answers with this stuff i think and i pray that he'll go to prison for what he did for the devastation that he did to humanity not america only but for the entire globe and what he was talking about he didn't know he didn't know anything about what he was talking about as we find out now the the guy's a lunatic
0: and unlike those people that i think we both have but probably you more than me Say should go away for a couple years for something, whatever. I mean, he should literally go away.
1: Well, yeah, maybe to you know someplace really, really nat. Maybe the Amazon or something. Give him a book of matches and say, if you can come out in a year, then uh, you will only go to prison for five. <laughs> but you got to come yeah, out. Yeah, I kind
0: of like that. I kind of. And like then I'd that.
1: make him wear a meat sandwich when he was walking through there. I mean, a meat meat shirt. When he's, right. when he's uh, walking through the Amazon, see if he gets through there. I, I think out of everybody in the government, I, I think I despise him the most. Because, again... More, would,
0: even more than Leiden?
1: Even more than him, because now he's kind of just a lame joke now. He's I don't think yeah. he knows what he's doing. And uh, I think he's lost in his own world. So if he had a right mind... I'd probably probably despise him more, but he's not in his right mind. So um, I think he's just kind of a lost soul. But that's okay. He's the leader of the free world.
0: So, or at least a mouthpiece. And so when would you think, and maybe I don't know if we had a bet on this or not a bet, but if we mentioned this like a year ago of when we thought like 99.9% of the people would not be wearing a mask, how much longer... Do you think it's going to be when you go to the the grocery store, to Home Depot, or anywhere that you're not going to see literally one in a thousand people wearing a mask? I would
1: say that would depend on what the uh, quote unquote CDC comes up with mm. for the next virus that's coming through here. You know, it's uh, uh, you know it's monkeypox. You remember when it was monkeypox a couple of months ago? And how they said yep. it was going to be coming over, and oh, sorry, it's a it's a gay disease, you know. They got to, do yeah. it to, you know, but they tried to make a big deal out of it. They'll try to make a big deal out of everything here until, uh, I would say, what fifty days, when when everybody is it better, better pay the price for what happened. Just, uh, I I just you know I think back, I try not to do it, but you know all of the graduations, the funerals. Uh, uh, the weddings, weddings. The, the you know, anything that was, you know, joyous, anything like that, it was all canceled because of because of that one piece of puke. It, it just it grinds me.
0: Well, and, and you told the story of you were working on some governmental something and someone asked you if you had to make sure you had enough of a product because that product was no longer going to be for sale or available?
1: Yes, that was at the beginning of the fake-demic and his wife was in the legislature in my particular state and he came in that day and said, hey, how much of this product do you have? This is not drugs, by the way, people. It's, some, it's something else. And I said, well, I, I should, you know, have enough to do what I need to do for you. And and he said, well, make sure, because in two days that product will not be available for people to buy. And uh, I thought, wow, that's kind of weird. You know, my product isn't harmful or anything, you know. But uh, in
0: two days they shut it down. It's just too bad that in that state of Michigan you were talking about earlier, I understand that the uh, Nazi governor is running against another female, and it's just too bad that she does, she apparently, the person she's running against has no money for any ads because I can't imagine put, posting the facts and figures from the pandemic would not be very effective because all that all that witless is running on from what I hear from friends who live up there is that it's just the abortion thing because the person is is really against abortion. That's literally all she's running on but unfortunately her opponent from what I've read has next to no money so I don't know it's a, it could be a opportunity lost in a big way. I've kind of firmly
1: believe that there's still humanity out there and i think anyone that that whatever name is in that state um that's running it in the ground that that you know the local news that tell the truth are saying Uh people won't forget what was going on there and i don't think for the tens of millions of dollars that the left is putting in to these left people that are trying to get back in. I don't think that will work. Yep. I think I think most thinking voting people are going to go in and and vote those people out for what they did.
0: You know, the the thinking is the catch there. That's the problem.
1: Well, I, I you know, and then you say you say to yourself, you know, it, uh, you know, these illegal people and they're going to go vote and this and that. Well, no. I, I firmly also believe that Illegal um, aliens are not going to go anywhere near a voting booth because they're illegal. W- would you, yeah. if, if you were in Venezuela and you weren't supposed to be there, would you run up to a voting booth and say, "Hey, here I am. I'm ready to vote." Right. You know, no. <laughs> right. You'd be in somebody's cellar, living in the furnace room, and uh, yeah. and hoping that nobody found you there. I think it is going to be if it's not a big red wave, a huge red wave, then we truly are in trouble in this country because people have been living this stuff, even the left has been living these high prices and this foolishness and stupidity i i, I you know there's ten percent that are delusional, the yeah. rest of them have to wake up and know this is not good for the United States of america
0: well I have been heartened to hear that Herschel Walker is doing better in Georgia. And I'm sure you heard, or maybe that whoever's running against Carrie Lake in Arizona has refused to debate her.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: I mean, I don't want to debate a conspiracy conspiracy theorist who talks about the election being stolen and all that. I mean, if you believe so much that it wasn't, I would love to debate that person and show that person what a crackpot she is because she absolutely isn't she's one of the sharpest people that I've heard talk she is Carrie Lake is so impressive
1: exactly
0: it's oh. exactly
1: and and you're right anyone that won't uh, what's that Fetterman uh, in Pennsylvania or whatever uh, who had the stroke and I guess he is going to finally you know debate Oz. And do what he can. I will be. Watch, I will watch that
0: before I'll watch I watch the would, Super yeah. Bowl, because Oz is. Yeah, Oz is not much of a Republican, but as long as he votes the right way, that's what's important. That's correct.
1: Yeah, as as long as he votes yes, right the right way, and I don't mean yeah. right on the right of the political scheme. There are things that that uh, Republicans vote for that that are. You Know, I want them all out of there too that vote on that stuff, yeah. but uh, yeah, it will be that will be the most interesting debate, I think. Uh, that there is, I don't know, is that what, what's that person that that's going to debate that? Where's in Michigan?
0: With, oh, Tudor Dixon, Tudor Dixon I think it, is their name. It, she, I do, I, I know they have at least one debate planned, but of course, wetless insists that it be after absentee absentee ballots can start being cast Why? so people can't change their oh, minds. Yeah. Yeah. I mean how thinly disguised of a <laughs> of a strategy that is. If you were so confident I would wanna debate, you know, every day, literally, I'd wanna debate six or eight times and just pound my opponent yes. into the ground. If I was so confident that I had just acted like Albert Einstein during the big lie of the kung flu. I would just be so proud and loud and.
1: It's it's just there, uh, you know, just laid out for him right there, you know, to to come and just crush every Democrat yeah. that's in there because every Democrat that's running uh, isn't worth a hill of beans. So, uh, and I, I've, yeah. I've never I've never been that way in politics in my life up to this point. Every single appointee that Haydn has Ugh. has put in is a joke. They are a joke. It's it's like it's honest to God, it's like a circus. You know, and you're gonna be in the big top and here's here's Grand Home as the, you know, the energy person that oh. doesn't know crap about anything. There's judge my butt that does the transportation <laughs> and uh uh you know that that uh, trans guy that, if he oh, looked, I swear gosh. to God, if he moved in next door to me, I'd move out the next day. <laughs> and I would pray to God that the people that are looking at my house didn't see him when they were looking at it. Because that would be nothing but a uh, horror movie. Home values. Oh, yeah. Right the... Exactly. Speaking of home values, what do you think the home value is in Eagle Pass, Texas, right now, where all of the illegal uh, immigrants are
0: coming in? Oh, the ones they haven't. Shipped yet to yeah. Martha's, Martha's <laughs> Vineyard. That's a classic. That is Gosh, so Gosh, I know. That is. Talk about two-faced. I don't know. Do you have, are you just asking rhetorically or do you have any sort I, of statistics? I don't have any
1: sort of statistics, but, but they're coming across the Rio Grande into Eagle Pass, Texas. That's where they show those people coming in every day. And you got to say to yourself, you know, you live in a subdivision, two blocks from where they're coming in. Off of the Rio Grande, uh, what's your what's your property value worth now?
0: Talk about in need of a government oh, bailout. It's 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 just nothing but brutal. Hey, when you mentioned Republicans, a fair amount of as some people call them the squish or the rhinos, what uh, a question I've had down on my list for a long time. What is a view that you hold that most conservatives? Wouldn't hold going against the grain. I
1: don't, I don't think I have too many beliefs that would be that bad that would go against the grain. If you do want to know one, and I, I just think it's, uh, you might think it's, not you, but people listening might think it's cruel. One thing that I talked about with my brother years ago was the welfare system. And I said, I can, I can fix that immediately. And, and, of course, he asked how. And I say, here's <laughs> what I would do. And I'm, I'm 100% serious about this. I would take every person that's on welfare, and I would, I would uh, take them to a school or something when it's not in session, and I would teach all of the men and any of the women that wanted to do this, I would teach them how to cut firewood, dead firewood, out of all the forests that are sitting there rotting, and then and then stack it up and then take it somewhere and then sell it as part of the payback for that. And then I was talking to somebody about it, and they go, Well, you can't do that. What about all the kids and stuff like that? I said, that's the other half. I said so I would take all the women or men, if they want to do it, and I would have a nursery or a a little preschool or something for all the young kids to go to. And the other people that are on the welfare would have to sit there and babysit them while these other people went out and cut firewood and then transported it to places where people would buy it. It, You know, because it's sitting there rotting in a forest, and it can be used as fuel for, you know, for your fireplaces or, or whatever you need it for. I mean, there's a lot of it, you know, you everywhere you on the highway, when you drive by and you look over in the woods there and stuff, there's m- millions of trees that are fallen. And and I also have another one for the greenie weenies that would say, you can't do that because then, <laughs> then there wouldn't be any, any cover or any, any places for rabbits and things to, I said, no, no, you're wrong. I said every place that they would clear it out, they would have a little pile of, of twigs and leaves and stuff like that where, the rabbits could have their burrows and, and be protected against eagles and hawks and stuff that need to eat rabbits and and, and leave that there. But cutting and, harv- I'll say it, harvesting the firewood in forests would be a perfect job for all welfare people. And I
0: would also say, hey, you don't have to do that if you don't
1: want to, but you don't get a check anymore.
0: Or you could give them the option, you can stay on welfare and do this, or you can go off welfare and do it but set up a stand and actually make money for it and start a business. Either way, it would be a win-win. Exactly,
1: Exactly. and I thought that would just be... I've always looked at that wood and thought, God, you know, what a waste. You know, there's there's all that just sitting there, and if you took groups of people in and, you know, you taught them how to use a chainsaw correctly and whatnot, they could become a, uh,
0: you know, a producing member of society how long does wood take before it starts to rot and be because i was thinking if there is fallen timber in there could you actually take it and do woodworking on it how long does it have to be in there before it is only good for firewood
1: oh you mean if if you wanted to take it and make wood things out of it and stuff yeah. i would say it would depend yeah. on the type of tree uh, i would think oak and hickory and walnut would be longer lasting than like a silver maple or something like that, uh, as far as that goes. But yeah, you could even do that. You could cut those trees and and make things out of them. Have another group make stuff out of them. It's uh, it, it would be a whole industry of people that are prospering instead of just sitting around collecting a check.
0: All right. Well, there we go. Another another right angle idea hits the mark. I was driving by McDonald's and I know I've seen this sign a million times and I'm sure McDonald's isn't the only one that has it, but it said, enjoy a frozen beverage. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if it's frozen, how can you enjoy it? It's. I mean, you could say a chili, yeah. you know, like a, yeah, a frosty or something or, something but, or whatever. Yeah. yeah, a, f- a frozen yeah. beverage is basically an ice cube, isn't it? <laughs> yeah,
1: you go, in, I'll take one of those, and they give you him a cup full of uh, ice cubes. It's like, oh, there you go, it's water. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's frozen. You Yeah, you, mor- yeah, $2.99, you moron, Two ninety nine, please. please. <laughs> little last short list one here. I was driving by a, a new a little strip mall um, in a town next door to me and on the front of uh, 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 two of them were i believe restaurants one of them at least was a restaurant and they all had dark windows facing the road and i'm hmm. thinking why why would you have dark you know those really dark tinted windows that you can't see in yeah why would you have a dark tinted window for a restaurant that it seems like that'd be kind of cave-like i thought those kind of windows were only good for porn shops and marijuana huts you know it's you it seems like if i had a restaurant i'd want to have the you know nice lighting in there and and the the nice furniture and for people to look in and say oh that looks like a place i might want to go to instead of thinking you know what am i what am i
0: stepping into because i can't see it and they were obviously not like no they weren't
1: and uh, yeah. I, I mean, if they were, I'd never heard it be, of it before. But but it, well, one of them was a restaurant. I thought, what the what the heck are they are
0: they doing with that? You do think of the chains, Chick fil A or McDonald's. I mean, what if they did have that? That would really yeah, be creepy.
1: Exactly. You, you you don't know what it is. Even if it was a McDonald's, I'd be saying to myself, yeah. Wow, this is the first one that had tinted windows. I can't see in. I'm not sure I want to go in and get my Big Mac or chicken McNuggets. You know, because you never know what's inside. I, I I don't know. I just thought that was kind of weird that they, that that they did that on all of them, and there was even some retail places there. But um, you know, you want to. I, as far as I'm concerned, if I run a business, I'd want it to be welcoming. You know, at, at least be able to see in and see what's going on. What if they robbed the place? I just thought of that just now. I could go rob I the place no, and
0: nobody would yeah. know. Yeah. Tinted windows, no problem. If you were to open a retail anything, food, goods, what would you what would you uh, take a stab at?
1: I would take a stab at memorabilia, things that that uh, people would walk into the store and go, "Oh my God, I remember that game," or "I remember that toy," or "I remember that doll," or you know, some something where they go in or that candy. I would would do something with memorabilia, probably from the baby boomers to maybe even possibly the one, I don't know what was the one after that, Gen X or something, Gen Gen whatever. But that's what I would do, and that's what I was thinking of doing Uh, at one time. Yeah. Oh, really? I, I, I just love going into stores and, you know, seeing old things that I grew up with that they're selling and, going, oh, yeah, I remember that. I remember, you know, Silly Putty, that kind of stuff. You know, i never buy it, but but I, re- I like looking at it. And,
0: and, uh, and, yeah, that's what I would do. What about you? Oh, man. Knowing that, what's the percentage of restaurants that fail? It's like 90% yeah, within two years probably. or something like that. So I'm sure it's always the most tempting thing because you either think, A, I can do it better, or B, I've got something that no one has, or I can build a better mousetrap. But, man, I should never ask the question. I guess just like in court, you should never ask the question you don't know the answer to.
1: I'll give you one with restaurants. If I did open one, and that would be a pizza shop. And I would open a pizza shop that had toppings that went all the way across the pizza, that was completely covered with the top. You want ham on your pizza? It's covered with with ham. Pizza's the number one, I think, other than coffee now, it's the number one uh, profit thing that there is. And obviously with Papa John's and Domino's and all those that are in the billions, that's why it is. But a pizza shop would be something I think I could make and make enough of the right type of pizzas that I could make a go of it.
0: It's amazing when you think of paying a dollar or two dollars for toppings, and when you really look at how much like bacon bits or just <laughs> anything I mean literally anything there's no way I don't think any any of those they put more than maybe their cost five cents worth of something and charge you a dollar fifty, yeah, yeah, exactly. it's just uh.
1: Yeah, I don't know how Domino's stays in business because I I don't think I bought a Domino's pizza in 30 years because the last one I had had a pepperoni every four or five inches on it. <laughs> and, and I know it's, it's who makes the pizza and, and the place that it does it, but I've never seen a Domino's pizza that had the toppings across the top of it. There is a pizza place in my brother-in-law's town that when we went there the first time to pick up the pizza and he handed it to me. It weighed like eight pounds. I go, what the? I said, well, how many did you order? He goes, one. And we got it home, and it's all the way across. It was just loaded uh, with toppings.
0: And was it delicious? Oh,
1: it was. Yeah, every time I go up there, I want to go there. Uh,
0: oh yeah. Yeah, it's
1: not. It's not super cheap, but it's. Yeah. I'll pay that money for something yep. like that, as opposed to one that is like Domino's. Yeah, you might have to blank out that thing. I don't want them to come after me with a lawsuit.
0: But it is true. <laughs> no, it is. It's. I mean, they and Little Caesars pretty much go for the low end of the market, and I don't know that they would argue that that's kind of their strategy. So it's.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's. So I'll never buy another one again.
0: <laughs> okay. All right. On that note, we just lost another sponsor, but. That's, <laughs> We, the brave and the bold. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So
1: hey, don't mess with us, and we won't mess with you. There we okay? go. There we go. Put the toppings across the pizza. <laughs> I don't want crust and a little cheese. I want I want that meat all the way across there.
0: And sauce. They, a lot of them. Skimp and sauce. On the sauce. Yeah. Yeah, they uh, skimp on that too. <laughs> Communists. As always, thank you for listening, sharing liking, and submitting reviews on Spotify and everywhere you listen to your podcasts for The Right Angle. That was easy.